Whatever you're saving up for. A CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. And welcome to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I want to bless each and every one of you who are viewing this or listening into this on every podcast platform. I want to encourage you guys to share this episode because it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be talking to Tony Myers about raising the dead. I had him on a previous podcast early on in season three. So download that, take a listen to it or watch it on YouTube or even on Rumble or check out his channels as well. He's got a podcast called Pushing Boundaries. And also the miraculous gospel of healing that's available for you guys. I just wanted to bring him back because from that first conversation that I had, he'd mentioned raising the dead. That brought up a memory to me where I was on a mission trip in in Honduras. And I was so tired. We had a pastor's conference. There was a lot going on. People were like, hey, Jared, we're going to go pray for this guy who's dying right now. And I was like, guys, I'm so exhausted. I'm going to go back to the hotel. But within a few hours, the entire team came back and they testified this. They said, the guy flatlined on us. He died in front of us. And then they prayed him back. And I was like, wow, why did I say no? What I've learned is on a mission trip, never say no to what God is going to do. If people say, come over here, no matter how tired you are, go over there and see what God will do. So Tony Myers is a great friend of mine. You can reach him on TonyBelieves.com. He empowers believers to take the supernatural outside the four walls into their daily lives. And through divine health and the healing power of Christ, he teaches people how to flow in miracles, signs, and wonders. And he was healed from Lou Gehrig's disease. He's the author of five books. And he teaches people how to live supernaturally through the Holy Spirit. And he's got some incredibly blue hair. So please help me welcome Tony Myers to Adventures in Spirit. Welcome, Tony. Thank you for having me, Brother Jared. And hey, I just got the touch-up done this morning. So we are good blue today. I love it. I used to have mohawks and bihawks and whitehawks and stuff. I think I had a fire engine red one time, but uh, now I've just got a bunch of cool gray at the moment. But (laughs) But while you were introducing... When you were talking about being out on the mission field, uh, I just wanted to point this out. We're always out on the mission field. And so if somebody, I don't care what it is, no matter how tired I am, I'm going to go. Amen. If I have a person that tells me, hey, my, my, my mother's sick, 
uh, would you come pray? Sure, I'm gone. I believe in all. Now, there's times that I don't want to go, but I had an experience. It was similar to yours. I had an experience, but I put it off going and the person died. And this was before I had had any experience with raising the dead. And at that time, I hadn't even thought about that. From that experience, now I don't care how tired I am. That's right. Because we don't know, you know, it may very well be the one chance we have. So, (laughs) well, hey, share some stories, share what God has been up to recently through you since our our first conversation on season three of Adventures in the Spirit. But then from that, can you jump into your experience in seeing Jesus raise the dead? Here lately throughout the holidays, it's been a lot of ministering through the phone. I haven't done a lot of traveling, you know, the past three months or so. It's basically been a lot of ministering through the phone because I'm working on so many projects right now. Um, (laughs) Now, as far as raising the dead with me, believe it or not, so it really, it was around 2017 or so. And the first experience was with a turtle. I chopped this turtle up when I was mowing one day and I felt super bad about it. And so I circled around and I just, I just spoke life. I I just said something like turtle come back to life. And I made another circle around. This is four acres. So it's a large field. And so it took me a few minutes. Now the turtle, I mean the shell, everything, there wasn't any turtle left. It was a pile of blood and gut. Well, when I made a round, everything but a few specks of blood was gone. All there was was just a little bit of blood on the ground. And I'm like, wait a minute. So then I keep going. And it was about less than five feet away. I see this turtle, whole, complete, crawling. And I knew it was the same one. It had a little speck of blood right on its shell. So I knew it was the same one. That was the first time that I saw anything dead resurrected. Then my wife's sister passed away. And I think this is where I kind of started to really want to see it. She passed away. So I'm there and I'm speaking life and nothing happened. And in fact, from the time, because she was in a nursing home. And so we went to the nursing home while they were waiting for the paramedics to come. And so I had, I think, an hour to sit there and pray over her and nothing happened. And then from that day until her funeral, which I actually ministered at her funeral, nothing happened. I mean, I kept, I was like, no, this is going to happen. Nothing happened. Then the next thing, and this was a couple, a couple of months later. I get this phone call from a mother and she's like, my son's in the hospital. He is not expected to make it. In fact, his heart is not functioning at all. They're fixing to do a surgery. And I don't remember whether it was a heart replacement or what, but it was a super serious one. They had to hook him up on whatever heart machine keeps the heart pumping. I mean, his heart on its own was not functioning at all. And so I went up there, and this was in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's a couple hours away from where I'm at. Um, I went up there, and I spoke life over the fella. I prayed for him. And now he was real swollen. I mean, 
you could see how swollen he was. By the time I left, he wasn't as swollen at all. I mean, there had been massive improvements there. So the surgery was the next day. And I think he had told me something like 11 o'clock or something. So I'm there speaking life that whole morning. And I'm kind of looking at the clock and all that. <laughs> I get a phone call from him. And I'm like, wait a minute. And this was like at 1130. This was like 30 minutes after. Now, a heart operation is going to take hours. I'm no doctor, but I know that much. It turns out when they unplugged him from the machine, his heart kept beating. They never had to do the surgery. Wow. And so, I mean, I count that as a resurrection from the dead because without the electronics, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be alive. You know, he gives me a call up. He says, Tony, I'm leaving the hospital today. They never did the surgery. They did all the heart tests. And my heart is perfect. Wow. And I'm like, yes. Uh. <laughs> Amen. You know, John G. Lake talks about uh, raising the dead and even Smith Wigglesworth. These are the great Pentecostal charismatic pioneers. And they talked about pulling on people in the spirit, pulling on them. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard it's more difficult to bring a Christian back from the dead because they're encountering Jesus. They're in heaven, but it's unbelievers that are easier, easiest to raise from the dead. When did you feel something supernatural? Did you feel a pull? Like what, what was it that was kind of taking place around you during these times? The way I would describe it is a connection. That's the best way I can describe it. And that's something I pretty much feel that whenever I'm praying for anyone in the three instances that I'm talking about now, Yes, I would say there. there's that strong, I don't know, magnetic feeling, if you will. You know, it's just, just as if, and our spirits are all interjoined to begin with, but it's kind of like a joining of spirits. And that's, that's the feeling that I get. What you just made mention of with Smith Wigglesworth and all, it is much more difficult with Christians. In fact, this fella, one reason the mother was so concerned was because he wasn't saved. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of bears up. But the thing, here's my belief. And that is that God does not see that person as dead. He's the God of the living, not the God of the dead. Right. And I do believe that it is a personal choice beyond the grave. That person has a choice whether to come back or not. I truly believe that I have talked to an an 80-year-old man that was resurrected from the dead by a friend of mine, um, Steve White. Um, I talked to him personally and I asked him that question. Yeah. You know, did you feel like you had a choice to come back? And his answer was yes. And some of the other people I've talked to that have actually been resurrected from the dead, some will think about it for a minute, but then it's like, well, yeah, I felt a pulling to come back. And so I do really, and most would disagree with me, but even when you look at Jesus, when he resurrected the dead, he actually did not treat it any different than someone that was sick. He gave a command. That's right. Very simple. Lazarus, come out. So he was talking to Lazarus, not as if he was dead, but as if Lazarus could hear him and was alive. So that's my belief is that a person does have a choice. Now, like you stated, as a believer and we're in heaven, 
it doesn't really make a lot of sense that I would choose to come back unless there is a huge reason. So that's where I stand on that. So that was actually my first experience. And then it was like, I think less than a week, maybe two weeks, I get this phone call and it's from a friend. Now he owned a bar and it just so happened at the time he called because I was heading home and I was passing his, his establishment right as he was calling. He's like, Tony, where are you? And I'm like, I'm passing you right now. Bye. And <laughs> he's like, get in here. I've got a dead woman. You wow. got to raise her from the dead. And just without thinking, zoop, I make a, ten, a left turn. It's incredible how the Holy Spirit does protect you very much because I don't even think I paid attention to the traffic. I just went zoop. So, and this was a busy four lane road. So I go in there. Now, those few seconds between my making left turn to where, where I'm entering his, his bar, I'm feeling effies, but I'm feeling an immense amount of gratitude. Mm. And that just welled up inside of me. So then I just bust in. I just, I just walk in. Now, I'm looking. I'm not looking at the ground. I'm looking above. And I believe the Holy Spirit kept me elevated so I wouldn't look down at the body. So I walk in and I just said, life, right now you get up. And then my my eyesight dropped down and she sat right up. Now, paramedics on duty weren't there, but there was a woman that was a paramedic there and she had confirmed this woman was dead. And this woman, she just... uh, just collapsed right there. So that that was my, you know, <laughs> face-to-face encounter. Amen. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called the Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people receive the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with the divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. So this, this woman in the bar that was raised from the dead, was she able to speak? Was she able to say anything? Like, like- Yeah, she started talking right away. Um, when the, uh, he never did call the paramedics because she was speaking. She was acting normal, but she was tired. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. me, me and the woman um, that was a paramedic, we ended up, we took her home to make sure that she was fine and everything. But yeah, she was up. She was talking. Uh, she was lucid. And I mean, 
we were all just praising God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So I was a part, even though I've never seen it in person, like I shared that story earlier about being too tired. <laughs> I regret that. Okay. Like I realized, say yes, say yes, say yes. Uh, there was one time, it was Thanksgiving Day a couple of years ago. I was part of a team. My friend Scott Gilbert, he's on the Charisma Podcast Network as well with Firestorm, my best friend. And we were we had this, this team that would bring in power evangelism events and stuff to the Virginia Beach, Virginia area. But it was Thanksgiving Day, and we all received a text that one of our team members, his mother-in-law, died in, in front of them. I think it was, I think he was present and he was asking us to pray. Now our team had kind of had some very dramatic results from Jesus healing people through text message. So I think the 10 or 12 of us were obviously praying on the spot and then speaking life, speaking uh, healing, speaking resurrection, faith in Jesus name via text and obviously praying where we are. And she came back to life. Like we're all in agreement there. And I, I do remember just some of what, what I was sensing in the spirit realm around me through the, those prayers. And you mentioned union, like we're united with Christ. We're, right. we're bonded with his spirit. So he's doing the work and he's given us the opportunity to partner with that. So even though I wasn't present, my faith was, was present. Everybody else's faith was present. We right. decreed, declared, prayed use whatever vocabulary terminology you want, but she came to life. And like, so his text message back, Howard was his name. His text message back, she's alive. She's alive. There's been a resurrection. I mean, she was declared legally dead. And she has, from what I understand, no brain damage, none of that stuff because of the faith. And oh man, that's just amazing. So Tony, what are some of the principles you'd like people to take away from this conversation to have the faith? You, you, you mentioned something earlier that it's just like healing, I guess, in what would say the small things. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but like there is no difference between praying for someone's ache and pain or their knee than there is with raising the dead. Is that correct? Correct. It's the same thing. And the biggest thing, and this is, we were talking before the show about staying in peace. Yeah. In the peace of the Holy Spirit. The first principle is the more you stay in the peace of the Holy Spirit, the easier the supernatural will flow along with peace. And I'm talking about as a constant. Then there is no huge jump you have to make from driving the car to praying to seeing someone resurrected there's not that huge jump yeah and it's important to be in peace it's important to be full of gratitude yeah these higher emotions can so work for us and we should use them to work for us and not the negative emotions if we stay negative then we're going to get a lot of negative stuff happening. Then when we go to pray for people, you're fighting that negative energy, for lack of a better word, instead of already being there. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, our Lord taught us, be in peace. Be in peace. And so if you make it a regular practice to be in the peace of the Holy Spirit, then the supernatural will happen much easier without so much striving. Um, that's huge for me. Well, how do we get in that peace? Because I, I do Zoom conferences with people. I do one-on-ones. 
and some people are trying to find shortcuts to the anointing. I personally don't think there's a shortcut. Just worship, intimacy with Jesus, paying the price, sacrifice. Uh, so some people want to do the stuff, but they don't want to spend the time in the presence of God. And out of the, I believe, out of the time in the presence of God, the intimacy we build with Him, God will start you know, using us more and more, but we're not seeking him to be used by him. We're not seeking him to see those things, those things, you know, signs and wonders. We don't chase them. They chase us because it's Jesus ministry through us. So you're, you're mentioning this key to peace. How do we maintain that peace? How does Tony Myers maintain that peace? He whose mind has stayed on the Lord is in perfect peace. So I am always aware of his presence in me, no matter what I'm doing. This may sound bad, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Even if I'm arguing with my wife, I'm going to be aware of the Holy Spirit's presence, and then he's going to cut me short. <laughs> but peace is huge. How, how do you first experience the peace for those that have never been in peace? Mm -hmm. You know, prior to my original healing, I had never been in peace. I was insane. I had no clue what peace was. Yeah. So then it was out of that first experience that I felt peace for the first time right after my healing. That's when I started meditating. Mm -hmm. You're quieting down your regular thinking. You're, you're quieting down your brain. So it's not, you're not paying attention to all the physical senses that all the pictures, all, all the things from the outside world that are pouring into us all day long. Yeah. You're quieting down the brain. So you're not taking all of that in and you're staying focused on the Lord. And the biggest person of the Godhead that I relate to is the Holy Spirit. And of course, it's all three. It's the Father, definitely Jesus. But the one I interact to with the most is the Holy Spirit. And so I will be not thinking about anything but him. That's how, and as you start, and you can take 10, 15 minutes before you run off to work and you just calm down and you just stay focused on him. You're not... All the problems dissipate, you know, and to get a little bit technical, when you reach the alpha level, that's 7 to 12 hertz, that's, that's the alpha level, which I call the Holy Spirit level. You cannot think a negative thought. It's impossible. You are automatically in peace because you don't have all that physical input coming in. And so you learn by meditation, or at least I did, it started out with my meditation, is how I learned to stay in peace. And then it bled over into my everyday life. Now, if I get upset, it takes me a half a second to return back to inner peace. Focusing on Jesus. I love that. I love that. That's Tell the me. key. Say again? That's the key right there. That's the key. Well, let's... Let's see what the Holy Spirit wants to do right now. Let's activate. Let's, you know, lead us in an activation, Tony. Let's see what the Holy Spirit wants to do to people who well, are viewing. First of all, I actually got this uh, word of knowledge for someone. Her name's Joanne. And 
the word I, she she's been struggling with cancer for it seems like quite some time. Uh, I believe it's been at least six months. And the image I saw was um, that that her head was shaved. But you've been struggling. You've been begging the Lord to heal you. And in Jesus' name, I speak life over you right now. I speak that you are healed. And I want you to get up and just touch your nose. How much better do you feel now? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you for what you're doing. You know, Tony, earlier I was I had a word of knowledge about praying for cancer. Oh, so, so you confirmed that as well. And also someone's left leg. There's like a, I don't think it's sepsis or anything. So this is like two different words of knowledge. Praying for cancer. You're healed in Jesus' name. We speak life to you. And as Tony has the word of knowledge for Joanne, healed in Jesus' name. And then whoever this person is with, it's, um, it's like an infection on the leg. I, I, I speak to that infection. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. I command it to the abyss, never to return in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Okay, there's a pancreas needing healed in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, right now I see the, the Holy Spirit charging electrons, recharging things, making things around the pancreas healed in Jesus' name. I, it's coming back to life. It's coming. It, it was all kind of shriveled up. You know, but that that darkness, that blackness is, is being scraped off because I see Jesus as the surgeon right now doing surgery on that pancreas in Jesus' name, healed in Jesus' name. Jesus, name. I'm speaking over a woman with a, a tumor mass in her chest. Hmm. And right now I speak that she's waiting on results. And so she's had a biopsy and I speak that it is negative. It is clear. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. And to that end, when you hear this, feel. You will see that that mass is gone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank um, you, Jesus. And as I give these words of knowledge, and as Jared does, it doesn't matter if, you're, if your name isn't Joanne. Grab a hold of it anyhow. That's right. I want to make it clear to people Yes, that was, Joanne needed that uplifting work for her. But that's not just for jo Joanne. It's for anyone suffering from it. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. The right side, yeah. and this is muscle. If right around the waistline, a person, and I think it's a man, the muscles will tense up super tight to the point of extreme pain where, where this person can't even move. Mm. And right now I just speak muscle relax and full restoration that never happened again. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Well, let me just say that that may have been for me. <laughs> 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 okay, like seriously, just so I receive it in Jesus' name. Even this morning, I was I was having it getting all locked up and things like that. So I oh, received wow. the healing in Jesus' name. Man, I, I love spending time with you, Tony. This has been amazing. What is the best way for people to connect with you to follow your ministry? Tony Just Believes, my website. Also, friend me on Facebook. I My personal page is my ministry page as well. Then I've got two other Facebook pages. I've got Tony Myers, author, and I've got... <laughs> love and life designs i'm a, i also design t-shirts and stuff like that uh, you can get hold of me through that page 
course, we've got the Miraculous Gospel Healing page. So any of those means, like I said, my personal page is also my ministry page. And you can hit me up on Messenger. Awesome. Well, Tony, I wanted to add something that you stated about the text, about the texting and all. And that is so true. It seems like lately, and lately I'm saying about the past year, year and a half, texts or just a third party prayer have been so powerful. I'm probably at like 95% of healings through one of those two ways. And so that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being my special guest on Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage everybody to download the episode I have with Tony Myers from season three and share this episode with your friends and family. Have the faith to raise the dead. I also have a free PDF available for you, how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You could do that personally. You could do that with group studies, take it to your church, use that resource and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's why Fireborn Ministries, why we do what we do, to see Jesus awaken this generation to the the power of the Holy Spirit and to see you equipped and empowered. So thank you, Tony, for being my special guest of Adventures in the Spirit, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.